than they first Hot on the trailer, Trump going to jail. First century. When a Washington Post reporter asked Donald Trump for his reaction to Mike Pence's comments today, Donald Trump said, had he sent the votes back to the legislatures, they wouldn't have had a problem with January 6th. So in many ways, you can blame him for January 6th. <laughs> Had he sent them back to Pennsylvania, Georgia, Arizona, the states, I believe, number one, you would have had a different outcome, but I also believe you wouldn't have had January 6th, as we call it. The Trump mob was attacking the Capitol before, before the first challenge was made to the Electoral College vote count on January 6th. Donald Trump, not unreasonably, sees Mike Pence's change of tone about him as simply a presidential campaign trick. The Washington Post quotes Donald Trump saying, I guess he figured that being nice is not working, but, you know, he's out there campaigning and he's trying very hard and he's a nice man. I've known him. I had a very good relationship. Until the end. The end of that relationship for Donald Trump came on the phone on January 6th when Mike Pence told Donald Trump once again that he was not empowered by the Constitution with any discretion about how to process electoral votes on January 6th. Donald Trump's last word to Mike Pence was wimp. Huh. I remember hearing the word wimp. Either he called him a wimp. I don't remember if he said, you are a wimp, you'll be a wimp. Wimp is the word I remember. So you can see that, like, this is madness. But you can start to get a sense, guys, for why this is incriminating. Now, Donald Trump maybe thinks in his mind that, oh, uh, Pence had the constitutional power and he chose not to exercise it. Ergo, my people were mad because they felt the election was taken from them. Ergo, they did the riots. And if Pence would have just listened to the Constitution, he would have done his job and then there wouldn't have been any of this happening. Which, of course, is, is, is BS from top to bottom. Because Donald Trump knows it was unconstitutional. And in effect, what he's saying, right, is I wanted Pence to do something unconstitutional. He chose not to do something unconstitutional. And my thugs went at the Capitol and for like three hours... I didn't do anything to stop them. And when I was on the phone with people, I actually defended them. Like when I was talking with McCarthy and all of that. This clip kind of furthers the explanation of the incrimination. This is remarked to the great iron. And this is what he said. He said, he blames Trump for January 6th. He said, had he sent the votes back to the legislatures, they, would have, they wouldn't have had a problem with January 6th. So in many ways, you can blame him for January 6th basically referring, admitting that that was the purpose of the mob. He also said, I guess he figured that being nice is not working because he's at number three in the polls. So he figured he might as well not be nice any longer. Um, <laughs> Tara, this is an admission of guilt. So Trump is basically saying, yeah, that mob was there to kill you if you didn't give me the election. And it's the proof is they came to get you. And that if I'm a Department of Justice lawyer, I'm writing that down. <laughs> Your thoughts. Uh, doesn't Trump always do that? He always admits to the crime and he turns it around and blames everybody else. He always It's always about projection. He has been saying this and blaming Pence since January 6th and prior to that. I mean, it was the Lincoln Project that put out the ad 
after the election that let Trump know, by the way, Mike Pence is the one that's actually going to seal your fate here. You lost the election and Pence is going to seal your fate on January 6th with that, you know, with that ceremonial um, uh, power there in Congress. And they, they didn't know. I mean, it's in Pence's book. They, the Department of Justice was contacted to find out how they could get back at Lincoln Project because it pissed off Donald Trump so much that we uh, alerted them to this fact. And so it's this has been brewing for quite some time. We've seen the anecdotes in the past about how Trump called Pence all kinds of names and basically called him a coward and said, you're the P word if you don't do this. And, you know, I mean... Pence has been cowardly in a lot of ways. I think yeah. he's a weakling because he yes. should have been this strong about what happened on January 6th immediately after and consistently after. You can't be this sanctimonious and this pearl clutching about things um, two and a half years later when you're trying to find political expediency now to run, Elaine to run in, which he doesn't have one. What 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 constituency <laughs> does, does, does he have? He doesn't. But I don't really give him any credit for this now. And I wish that this wasn't as big news as it is. Because where the hell was this for two years? He's only seeing this now because he wrote a book where he talked about it and he's trying to run for president and he did it to a crowd where he's trying to garner favor with them so they'll write glowing stories about him as he runs for president. I, I really... The administration has announced Maybe that financial bargains are available for the first 100 people who call up credit card balances, Michael Cohen medical bills, collection accounts, and and so did Billy Carson and uh, okay <clears throat> you know I would uh, I would run with Hakeem Jeffries or you know if you wanted me to be his VP his VP um, so I'm a VP I want to be a VP and um, such of a um, a press <laughs> in an effort to help fight inflation and the rising cost of living anyone can receive forgiveness starting this week. Eliminate credit card balances, medical bills, collection accounts, and personal loans. It is estimated that many people are pre Really, I'm over my pants and tired of everyone all of a sudden giving him a gold star and a cookie. What Chris Rock said, what do you want, a cookie? We're doing the right thing? He should have done yeah, this, so I'm, I'm kind of like over it. <laughs> so you can see, like, Jack Smith, like, rubbing his hand. conspirator in uh... exclamation point Okay, anyway, this says, uh, I think Mike Pence should be charged with obstruction of justice and as co-conspirator in the January 6th insurrection until he spills the beans about what happened that day. Arrest Trump now. <clears throat> Demand indictments, exclamation point, and call Congress 202-224-3121. Bell under 14th Amendment.
and Okay, I'm running for ten. That needs to be in all caps. Select all. It's together like this, right? Because it's just more evidence, guys. All of this is more evidence that can be used against Trump. And it's not even like evidence that he had to go on a big sleuthing mission, mission to get. This isn't like you didn't have to subpoena anything. You didn't have to dig anything up. You didn't have to raid anything. Trump's just throwing it out there. And he just has to catch it in his, you know, in his baseball mitt as Trump lobs one over to him. But he just had three big victories or really two big victories in the legal system. Hey. Don't know. Daily Star. No. Dun dun dun. Adds music. Dun 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 dun. For Governor underscore POTUS 2024, Trista Artista and Trista DiGenova on Facebook. Justin Smartmatic, nice, nice. Voting machine company will bring a 2.7 billion lawsuit against Fox. Oh, this is delicious. Hey, the bad mate. Uh, 
Yeah, help yourself. Yeah, help yourself. Highway to hell. So how many genders are there? <laughs> I don't know. I just got you. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yeah, it's kind of like beef bourguignon on rice. <clears throat> okay, so if you're seeing this, I want you to look through these pictures. Make the music. Right. What you do? What you do? One from a legal analyst and observer. Jack Smith just came out because he's confident now with his main strategy. And it notes here that he's officially announcing in the courts and what have you, which shows real confidence that there are specific charges he's going at Trump for. And Jack wouldn't do this unless he was very confident in his path at this stage, and it says here, new and confirmed, Jack Smith is going after Trump for obstruction of justice in the documents case, and it notes a 20-year max sentence. That is what the Corcoran crime fraud exception hearing was about, right? So he's putting forward a big sentence that carries 20 years. Remember when we <laughs> added up the potential criminal charges from Trump at the J6 committee? Remember that? They, they listed nice. like four or five, whatever, six crimes. And when you added them all up, it, it totaled like that 40 so years. Easy. This was the single biggest one, I believe. It was the single biggest one on the list because it adds up Boy, to a potential 20. And Jack accessed them. But those were letters that he had stolen and brought back to Mar-a-Lago, like the Jean Onion letter and all of that, right? Like, it's insane stuff that he's profiting off his criminality, which could enhance charges and make a much easier case for Jack. But what's critical as well is that Donald Trump's latest attack on Mike Pence, where he blames Mike Pence for J6, is not only absurd, like, it's not only one of the craziest things Trump has ever said, it also incriminates him 
once more. First, a bit of the context, then we'll get to the incrimination. Like Pat does not apparently care that a federal grand jury is trying to hold Donald Trump accountable right now for what happened on January 6th. And he Mike Pence's testimony to help them decide who should be held accountable, but Mike Pence is refusing to testify to that grand jury because he is Mike Pence, a name that will always be synonymous with the most astonishing, duplicitous weakness on display in Washington in the first quarter of the 21st century. When a Washington Post reporter asked Donald Trump for his reaction to Mike Pence's comments today, Donald Trump said, had he sent the votes back to the legislatures, they wouldn't have had a problem with January 6th. So in many ways, you can blame him for January 6th. Wow. Had he sent them back to Pennsylvania, Georgia, Arizona, the states, I believe, number one, you would have had a different outcome, but I also believe you wouldn't have had January 6th, as we call it. The Trump mob was attacking the Capitol before, before the first challenge was made to the Electoral College vote count on January 6th. Donald Trump not unreasonably sees Mike Pence's change of tone about him as simply the presidential campaign tricks. The Washington Post quotes Donald Trump saying, I guess he figured that being nice is not working, but you know, he's out there campaigning and he's trying very hard and he's a nice man. I've known him. I had a very good relationship. Until the end. The end of that relationship with Donald Trump came on the phone on January 6th when Mike Pence told Donald Trump once again that he was not empowered by the Constitution with any discretion about how to process electoral votes on January 6th. Donald Trump's last word to Mike Pence was win. I thought it was pussy out bitch. He didn't call him a win. I remember he said, you are a win, you'll be a win. Win is the word I remember. <laughs> So you can see that well, like, yeah, this is that madness. Is, that's true. So you can start to get a sense, guys, for so, why this is incriminating. Now, Donald Trump maybe thinks in his mind that, oh, uh, Pence had the constitutional power, and he chose not to exercise it. Ergo, my people were mad because they said the election was taken from them. Ergo, they did the right. And if Pence would have just listened to the Constitution, he would have done his job, and then there wouldn't have been any of this happening. Which, of course, is, is, is BS from top to bottom. Because Donald Trump knows it was unconstitutional. And in effect, what he's saying, right, is, I wanted Pence to do something unconstitutional. He chose not to do something unconstitutional. And my thugs went at the Capitol, and for like three hours, I didn't do anything to stop them. And when I was on the phone with people, I actually defended them, like when I was talking with McCarthy and all of that. This clip kind of furthers the explanation of the intimidation. This is remarkable, the great iron. And, and this is what he said. He said, he blames Trump for January 6th. He said, had he sent the votes back to the legislatures, they, they wouldn't have had a problem blame with January 6th. Pence. So in many ways, you can blame him for January 6th basically referring admitting that that was the purpose of the mob he also said i guess he figured that being nice is not working because he's at number three in the poll so he figured he might as well not be nice any longer um <laughs> Tara, this is an admission of guilt so trump is basically saying yeah that mob was there to kill you if you didn't give me the election and it's the proof is 
They came to get you. And that if I'm a Department of Justice lawyer, I'm writing it. <laughs> Your thoughts. Doesn't Trump always do that? He always admits to the crime and he turns it around and blames everybody else. He always it's always about rejection. He has been saying this and blaming Pence since January 6th and prior to that. I mean, it was the Lincoln Project that put out the ad after the election that let Trump know, by the way, Mike Pence is the one that's actually going to seal your fate here. You lost the election and Pence is going to seal your fate on January 6th with that, you know, with that ceremonial um, uh, power there in Congress. And they, they didn't know. I mean, it's in Pence's book. They, the Department of Justice was contacted to find out how they could get back at Lincoln Project because it pissed off Donald Trump so much that we uh, alerted them to this fact. And so it's this has been brewing for quite some time. We've seen the anecdotes in the past about how Trump called Pence all kinds of names and basically called him a coward and said, you're the P word if you don't do this. And, you know, I mean, Pence has been cowardly in a lot of ways. I think he's a weakling because he should have been this strong about what happened on January 6th immediately after and consistently after. You can't be this sanctimonious and this pearl clutching about things um, two and a half years later when you're trying to find political expediency now to run, Elaine to run it, which he doesn't have one. What 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 constituency does 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 he have? He doesn't. But I don't really give him any credit for this now. And I wish that this wasn't as big news as it is, because where the hell was this for two years? He's only saying this now because he wrote a book where he talked about it and he's trying to run for president. And he did it to a crowd where he's trying to garner favor with them so they'll write glowing stories about him as he runs for president. I, I really I'm over Mike Pence and tired of everyone <laughs> all of a sudden giving him a gold star and a cookie. What Chris Rock said, what do you want, a cookie? We're doing the right thing. He should have done yeah, this, it, so um, I'm kind it, of over it. <laughs> so you can see, like, Jack Smith, like, rubbing his hands together like this, right? Because it's just more evidence, guys. All of this is more evidence that can be used against Trump, and it's not even, like, evidence that he had to go on a big sleuthing mission, mission to get. This isn't, like, you didn't have to subpoena anything, you didn't have to dig anything up, you didn't have to raid anything. Trump's just throwing it out there, and he just has to touch it in his, you know, in his baseball mitt as Trump lobs one over to him. But he just had three big victories, or really two big victories in the legal system. One, from a legal analyst and observer. Jack Smith just came out because he's confident now with his main strategy. And it notes here that he's officially announcing in the courts and what have you, which shows real confidence that there are specific charges he's going at Trump for. And Jack wouldn't do this unless he was very confident in his path at this stage. And it says here, new and confirmed, Jack Smith is going after Trump for obstruction of justice in the documents case. And it notes a 20 year max sentence. That is what the Corcoran crime fraud exception hearing was about, right? So he's putting forward a big sentence that carries 20 years. Remember when we added up the potential criminal charges from Trump at the J6 committee? Remember that? They, they listed like four or five, whatever, six crimes. And when you added them all up, it, it totaled like 40 years. This was the single biggest one, I believe. It was the single biggest one on the list because it adds up to a potential 20. And Jack is going after that particular charge. And let's be real, you know, anything is possible, but 20 years for a 76-year-old man of Donald Trump's health is likely life in prison. But then it gets worse for Trump because one of the things he wants at this stage is to muddy the waters. He wants everything out in the open so that Jack's work gets exposed 
and that he can use intimidation and he can use confusion to try and poison the public discourse. And Jack, likewise, uh, conversely, wants secrecy in the grand jury process because at the end of the day, it's about protecting people's rights and the investigation. And Donald Trump, along with the media, took a massive loss in court when a judge rejected their request to open things up. And it says, a federal judge has rejected a bid by the media organizations to gain access to records related to a dispute over compliance with a grand jury subpoena classified documents stored at former President Donald Trump's Florida estate. The chief judge, Beryl Howell, issued an order Saturday turning down the efforts by news outlets, including Politico, to obtain the legal pleadings related to the fight, as well as transcripts of related closed-door sessions. Again, Trump wants that out there, because when you don't have facts on your side, you want the embarrassing stuff out there. You want, again, it to all be about the spectacle and not about the facts. Jack wanted something different, and Jack won. He keeps winning, and Trump keeps losing. All senior citizens who have not registered for their $3,500 food allowance only have 24 more hours before they miss out. If you do not register for your food allowance in time, you will have to wait 12 more months to claim. For those who aren't aware, all senior citizens can register for a $3,500 food allowance, which can be used in any store, such as Walmart, to pay for their food. To register, tap the button down below and follow the instructions to get your $3,500 food allowance. Women over 40 who poop each morning without pain or strain know how to get rid of these nasty gut bugs that cause bloating, constipation, and even unwanted weight gain. They just mix a simple ingredient in a glass of water save right... Save a cock's life. Just drops a hammer on Trump world over and over again. Wow. Great. But, Outcome, but I also believe you wouldn't have had January 6th, as we call it. The Trump mob was attacking the Capitol before, before the first challenge was made to the Electoral College vote count on January 6th. Mm. Donald Trump, not unreasonably, sees Mike Pence's change of tone about him as simply a presidential campaign choice. The Washington Post quotes Donald Trump saying, I guess he figured that being nice is not working, but, you know, he's out there campaigning and he's trying very hard and he's a nice man. I've known him. I had a very good relationship. Until the end. The end of that relationship for Donald Trump came on the phone on January 6th when Mike Pence told Donald Trump once again that he was not empowered by the Constitution with any discretion about how to process electoral votes on January 6th, Donald Trump's last word to Mike Pence was wimp. I remember hearing the word wimp. Either he called him a wimp. I don't remember if he said, you are a wimp, you'll be a wimp. Wimp is the word I remember. <laughs> Guess he was a wimp. So you can see that, like, this is madness. But you can start to get a sense, guys, Guess he was a wimp. why this is incriminating. Now, Donald Trump maybe thinks in his mind that, oh, uh, Pence had the constitutional power and he chose not to exercise it. Ergo, my people were mad because they felt the election was taken from them. Ergo, they did the riots. And if Pence would have just listened to the Constitution, he would have done his job and then there wouldn't have been any of this happening. Which, of course, is, is, is BS from top to bottom. Because Donald Trump knows it was unconstitutional. And in effect, what he's saying, right, is... I wanted Pence to do something unconstitutional. 
chose not to do something unconstitutional, and my thugs went at the Capitol, and for like three hours, I didn't do anything to stop them. And when I was on the phone with people, I actually defended them, like when I was talking with McCarthy and all of that. This clip kind of furthers the... On January 6th, Donald Trump's last word to Mike Pence Last was word to Mike Pence was? Wimp. Wimp. Oh, I thought I it was pussy on the He called him a wimp. I don't remember if he said, you are a wimp, you'll be a wimp. Wimp is the word I remember. I guess he was a wimp then. So you can see that, like, <laughs> this is madness. But you can start to get us... Oh, I thought it was pussy off. <laughs> I don't remember if he said, you are a wimp, you'll be a wimp. Wimp is the word I remember. I guess he was a wimp then. That's where Mike Pence was. Wimp. Wimp. Oh, I thought it was pussy off. Okie doke. Fence guys. For why this is incriminating. Now, Donald Trump maybe thinks in his mind that, oh, uh, Pence had the constitutional power and he chose not to exercise it. Ergo, my people were mad because they felt the election was taken from them. Ergo, they did the riots. And if Pence would have just listened to the Constitution, he would have done his job and then there wouldn't have been any of this happening. Which, of course, is, is, is BS from top to bottom. Because Donald Trump knows it was unconstitutional. And in effect, what he's saying, right, is, I wanted Pence to do something unconstitutional. He chose not to do something unconstitutional. And my thugs went at the Capitol, and for like three hours, I didn't do anything to stop them. And when I was on the phone with people, I actually defended them. Like when I was talking with McCarthy and all that. This clip kind of furthers the explanation of the incrimination. This is remarkable, the gridiron. And, and this is what he said. He said, he blames Trump for January 6th. He said, had he sent the votes back to the legislatures, they, they wouldn't have had a problem with January 6th. So in many ways, you can blame him for January 6th. Basically referring, admitting that that was the purpose of the mob. He also said, I guess he figured that being nice is not working because he's at number three in the polls. So he figured he might as well not be nice any longer. Um, <laughs> Tara, this is an admission of guilt. So Trump is basically saying, yeah, that mob was there to kill you if you didn't give me the election. And it's the proof is they came to get you. And that if I'm a Department of Justice lawyer, I'm writing that down. <laughs> Your thoughts. Doesn't Trump always do that? He always admits to the crime and he turns it around and blames everybody else. He always it's always about rejection. He has been saying this and blaming Pence since January 6th and prior to that. I mean, it was the Lincoln Project that put out the ad after the election that let Trump know, by the way, Mike Pence is the one that's actually going to seal your fate here. You lost the election and Pence is going to seal your fate on January 6th with that, you know, with that ceremonial um, uh, power there in Congress. And they, they didn't know. I mean, it's in Pence's book. They, the Department of Justice was contacted to find out how they could get back at Lincoln Project because it pissed off Donald Trump so much that we uh, alerted them to this fact. And so it's this has been brewing for quite some time. We've seen the anecdotes in the past about how Trump called Pence all kinds of names and basically called him a coward and said, you're the P word if you don't do this. And, you know, I mean, 
Pence has been cowardly in a lot of ways. I think he's a weakling because he should have been this strong about what happened on January 6th immediately after and consistently after. You can't be this sanctimonious and this pearl clutching about things um, two and a half years later when you're trying to find political expediency now to run, a lane to run in, which he doesn't have one. What 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 constituency does, does, does he have? He doesn't. But I don't really give him any credit for this now. And I wish that this wasn't as big news as it is. Because where the hell was this for two years? He's only saying this now because he wrote a book where he talked about it and he's trying to run for president and he did it to a crowd where he's trying to garner favor with them so they'll write glowing stories about him as he runs for president. I, I really, I'm over Mike Pence and tired of everyone all of a sudden giving him a gold star and a cookie. What Chris Rock said, it. what do you want, a cookie for doing the right thing? He should have done yeah, this. It, so I'm, I'm kind of over it. <laughs> So you can see, like, Jack Smith, like, rubbing his hands <laughs> together like this, right? Because it's just more evidence, guys. All of this is more evidence that can be used against Trump. And it's not even, like, evidence that he had to go on a big sleuthing mission, mission to get. This isn't, like, you didn't have to subpoena anything. You didn't have to dig anything up. You didn't have to raid anything. Trump's just throwing it out there, and he just has to catch it in his, you know, in his baseball mitt as Trump lobs one over to him. But he just had three Follow big victories, me. or really two big victories in On the legal system. One, from a legal analyst and observer. Jack Smith Where just came out because he's confident now with his main strategy. AF, and it notes here that he's points. officially announcing in the courts and what have you, which shows real confidence that there are specific charges he's going at Trump for. And Jack wouldn't do this unless he was very confident in his path at this stage. And it says here... New and confirmed, Jack Smith is going after Trump for obstruction of justice in the documents case. And it notes a 20-year max sentence. That is what the Corcoran crime fraud exception hearing was about. Right? So he's putting forward a big sentence that carries 20 years. Remember when we added up the potential criminal charges from Trump at the J6 committee? Remember that? They, they listed like four or five, whatever, six crimes. And when you added them all up, it, it totaled like 30 years. This was the single biggest one, I believe. It was the single biggest one on the list because it adds up to a potential 20. And Jack is going after that particular charge. And let's be real, you know, anything is possible, but 20 years for a 76-year-old man of Donald Trump's health is likely life in prison. But then it gets worse for Trump, because one of the things he wants at this stage is to muddy the waters. He that let Trump know, by the way, Mike Pence is the one that's actually going to seal your fate here. You lost the election and Pence is going to seal your fate on January 6th with that, you know, with that ceremonial um, uh, power there in Congress. And they, they didn't know. I mean, it's in Pence's book. They, the Department of Justice was contacted to find out how they could get back at Lincoln Project because it pissed off Donald Trump so much that we uh, alerted them to this fact. And so it's this has been brewing for quite some time. We've seen the anecdotes in the past about how Trump called Pence all kinds of names and basically called him a coward and said, you're the P word if you don't do this. And, you know, I mean, 
Pence has been cowardly in a lot of ways. I think he's a weakling because he should have been this strong about what happened on January 6th immediately after and consistently after. You can't be this sanctimonious and this pearl clutching about things um, two and a half years later when you're trying to find political expediency now to run. Elaine to run it, which he doesn't have one. What, what, what constituency does, does, does he have? He doesn't. But I don't really give him any credit for this now. And I wish this wasn't as big news as it is. Because where the hell was this for two years? He's only saying this now because he wrote a book where he talked about it and he's trying to run for president and he did it to a crowd where he's trying to garner favor with them so they'll write glowing stories about him as he runs for president. I, I really, I'm over Mike Pence and tired of everyone all of a sudden giving him a gold star and a cookie. What Chris Rock said, what do you want, a cookie? We're doing the right thing? He should have done yeah, this. It, so I'm, I'm kind it, of over it. <laughs> So you can see, like, Jack Smith, like, rubbing his hands together like this, right? Because it's just more evidence, guys. All of this is more evidence that can be used against Trump. And it's not even, like, evidence that he had to go on a big sleuthing mission, mission to get. This isn't, like, you didn't have to subpoena anything. You didn't have to dig anything up. You didn't have to raid anything. Trump's just throwing it out there, and he just has to catch it in his, you know, in his baseball mitt as Trump lobs one over to him. But he just had three big victories, or really two big victories in the legal system. One, from a legal analyst and observer. Jack Smith just came out because he's confident now with his main strategy, and it notes here that he's officially announcing in the courts and what have you, which shows real confidence that there are specific charges he's going at Trump for. And Jack wouldn't do this unless he was very confident in his path at this stage. And it says here, new and confirmed, Jack Smith is going after Trump for obstruction of justice in the documents case. And it notes a 20-year max sentence. That is what the Corcoran crime fraud exception hearing was about. Right, so he's putting forward a big sentence that carries 20 years. Remember when we added up the potential criminal charges from Trump at the J6 committee, remember that? They, they listed like four or five, whatever, six crimes. And when you added them all up, it, it totaled like 40 years. This was the single biggest one, I believe. It was the single biggest one on the list because it adds up to a potential 20. And Jack is going after that particular charge. And let's be real, you know, anything is possible. But 20 years for a 76-year-old man of Donald Trump's health is likely life in prison. But then it gets worse for Trump, because one of the things he wants at this stage is to muddy the waters. He wants everything out in the open so that Jack's work gets exposed and that he can use intimidation and he can use confusion to try and poison the public discourse. And Jack, likewise, uh, conversely, wants secrecy in the grand jury process because at the end of the day, it's about protecting people's rights and the investigation. And Donald Trump, along with the media, took a massive loss in court when a judge rejected their request to open things up. And it says, a federal judge has rejected a bid by the media organizations to gain access to records related to a dispute over compliance.
Kind of a cool loop. <clears throat> Power on. Bluetooth. Bluetooth connected. Right, so um, I'm just putting a, I'm putting in a colon actually. Changing my photo, my profile photo. Okay, these look pretty good. Oh shit, right Instagram. Couldn't link on Instagram. So it worked on YouTube, it connected me on YouTube. See how many followers I have on the, I only have 54 followers and I already have an account warning. So only... Post for you only, unless it's there's absolutely no way. I mean, anything political. My followers and uh, my 54 followers. Well, no, I have thousands actually, several thousands from my other accounts.
Populous brain rot, make it through a Molotov. Hashtag new, hashtag punk, hashtag song, hashtag populist, brain rot. I need to do more, um, I should do more reels and stuff. So I'm doing reels right now. It's with a grand jury subpoena classified January um, 6th immediately after and consistently after. You can't be this sanctimonious and this pearl clutching about things um, two and a half years later when you're trying to find political expediency now to run, Elaine to run it, which he doesn't have. What, what, what constituency does, does, he, does he have? He doesn't. But I don't really give him any credit for this now. And I wish that this wasn't as big news as it is because where the hell was this for two years? He's only saying this now because he wrote a book where he talked about it and he's trying to run for president and he did it to a crowd where he's trying to garner favor with them so they'll write glowing stories about him as he runs for president. I, I really, I'm over Mike Pence and tired of everyone <laughs> all of a sudden giving him a gold star and a cookie. What Chris Rock said, it. what do you want, a cookie? We're doing the right thing? He should have done yeah, this. It, so I'm, I'm kind like, of over it. 
So you can see, like, Jack Smith, like, rubbing his hands together like this, right? Because it's just more evidence, guys. All of this is more evidence that can be used against Trump. And it's not even, like, evidence that he had to go on a big sleuthing mission, mission to get. This isn't, like, you didn't have to subpoena anything. You didn't have to dig anything up. You didn't have to raid anything. Trump's just throwing it out there, and he just has to catch it in his, you know, in his baseball mitt as Trump lobs one over to him. But he just had three big victories, or really two big victories in the legal system. One, from a legal analyst and observer, Jack Smith just came out because he's confident now with his main strategy. And it notes here that he's officially announcing in the course of what happened, which shows real confidence that there are specific charges he's going at Trump for. And Jack wouldn't do this unless he was very confident in his path at this stage. And it says here, you and confirm Jack Smith is going after Trump for obstruction of justice in the documents the case. Democrats. And it notes a 20-year max sentence. That is what the Corcoran crime fraud exception hearing was about, right? So he's putting forward a big sentence that carries 20 years. Remember when we added up the potential criminal charges from Trump at the J6 committee? Remember that? They, they listed like four or five, whatever, six crimes. And when you added them all up, it, it totaled like 40 years. This was the single biggest one, I believe, it was the single biggest one on the list because it adds up to a potential 20. And Jack is going after that particular charge. And let's be real, you know, anything is possible. But 20 of Donald Trump's health is likely life in prison. But then it gets worse for Trump because one of the things he wants at this stage is to muddy the waters. He wants everything out in the open so that Jack's work gets exposed and that he can use intimidation and he can use confusion to try and poison the public discourse. And Jack, likewise, uh, conversely, wants secrecy in the grand jury process because at the end of the day, it's about protecting people's rights and the investigation. And Donald Trump, along with the media, took a massive loss in court when a judge rejected their request to open things up. And it says, a federal judge has rejected a bid by the media organizations to gain access to records related to a dispute over compliance with a grand jury subpoena classified documents stored at former President Donald Trump's Florida estate. The chief judge, Beryl Howell, issued an order Saturday turning down the efforts by news outlets, including Politico, to obtain the legal pleadings related to the fight, as well as transcripts of related co closed door sessions. Again, Trump wants that out there. Because when you don't have facts on your side, you want the embarrassing stuff out there. You want, again, it to all be about the spectacle and not about the facts. Jack wanted something different, and Jack won. Years. He's only saying this now because he wrote a book where he talked about it, and he's trying to run for president. And he did it to a crowd where he's trying to garner favor with them so they'll write glowing stories about him as he runs for president. I, I really, I'm over Mike Pence and tired of everyone <laughs> all of a sudden giving him a gold star and a cookie. What Chris Rock said, what do you want, a cookie? We're doing the right thing? He should have done yeah, this. It, so I'm, I'm kind it, of over it. <laughs> so you can see like Jack Smith, like rubbing his hands together like this, right? Because it,
um, I'm looking for. <laughs> um, the second one, and then here's. Where's what? Where's one with me and the kids? No. Thank <laughs> you. 